Hello, it's time again for Politics and Peeves with Jeffrey B. I'm your host, the man with more peeves than Patrick Mahomes after beating the Bills to make the Super Bowl, but far less than Georgia QAnon, sorry, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, after the House voted to strip her of the committee she was on. For those of you that may not be familiar, she is the elected official that claims in a 2018 Facebook post that a devastating wildfire that ravaged California was started by a laser beamed from space and controlled by the prominent Jewish banking family with connections to the power for Democrats. Yeah, she's a winner. She endorsed executing Democratic lawmakers, including Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and has repeatedly claimed in multiple videos and social media posts that several school shooting massacres were false flags events perpetrated by government officials in an attempt to drum support for gun control laws. She may also be known as a political pundit's dream. Well, after Trump, that is. My guest today is Jason Stoker. He's a 31-year-old man from Kansas City. He works in special education as well as an art school dropout. He's a magician, producer, and brand new to the podcast scene. After graduating from, I'm going to blow this name, Sedalia? Sedalia. Sedalia, Missouri in 2007. He studied film and video production at the Art Institutes International in Kansas City. After realizing producing music and movies won't pay the bills, he decided to move into education and is currently pursuing a special education degree. His show is called High Intellectual Stupidity and is very eclectic as he likes to talk about whatever happens to be on his mind. He has a lot to say about a lot of things and definitely can't wait to talk about his team, those Kansas City Chiefs, who I'm sure you are know, are know are playing tomorrow Sunday in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thanks for coming on. Hey, how are you doing? We're doing good, sir. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Just getting excited for tomorrow. I bet. Can't wait, I to, bet. Can't wait to see that game. Uh, it's not my team, but I am pulling for them. So, you know, my team sucks, sucks bad for a long time. And we haven't seen a Super Bowl in I don't know how long. So. No. What, t- what team is that? Yeah, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what everything oh, It's either yeah, you hate yeah. them or you feel really bad for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but every year you'll hear a lot of uh, a lot of Cowboys fans say, "This is our year. No. We're gonna do it. We're gonna make a run. Let's do no, this." No, no, I know no. better. I am a, <laughs> I'm a devout Dallas fan from back from the Roger Staubach days, and uh, they have a great team. They have great potential. They have great players. They have talent coming out there, yin yang. But my theory is this: as long as Jerry Jones is still trying to be GM, we will never hit another Super Bowl. Ever, yeah, he he definitely needs to kind of lay back and let people do their jobs. And uh, yeah, if he would hire a coach and a GM that would run the team that he had no influence over, and let him mm-hmm. be the businessman that he's so brilliant at, he can the, the money making, the business side of it. He's he's brilliant. He has no idea how to run a team. He, he just no. He needs yeah. to stick with what he knows and let people who know what they know do their job. Exactly. Well, enough, enough of Dallas. That's it. We're not here. <laughs> Dallas. We're not here on the Dallas side. So uh, 
I know we're going to talk about several things today. Uh, uh, we've talked about a little bit already, but I want to jump in because this is the my first show doing um, the, the the different layout where I want to talk about good things that are happening in our communities. Uh, we've okay. had so many years of bad stuff, but great politically <laughs> for me for my podcast. But I really want people to to know there are good things going on there, not just politics and, and politics in general. So what I want to start with is the school district you work for, which is the Kansas City School, school District. What is it that you do for them? Uh, right now, I'm a special education uh, para-educator. And uh, so basically, I'm a, a spec ed teacher's assistant. And uh, right now, I'm currently working doing that and going to school for that special education degree. And uh, basically... Um, Kind of what sucks is I don't have one subject to mm-hmm. work on. I have to um, sit there and follow what they're doing in every single class and then wow. kind of reteach or, uh, you know, if there's anything that we need to thin out or um, kind of use a different strategy um, based on their levels, work with the teachers and kind of uh, thinning out what we can mm-hmm. um, teach them and where they're at. And so, wow, it's got to be difficult. Yeah. Um, and I work in the middle school age, so those kids Ooh. think they've got it all figured out and, and yeah. they're, you know, they're, uh, they're definitely, uh, weird kids, man. Like mullets are coming back. I found that out. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So well, like, you, as you can see in the video, you, my viewers yeah. can't see, I don't have to worry about that. So yeah. That's not yeah. Good. Yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta, uh, yeah, but you don't have to worry about, you know, the maintenance of that because, you know, it's got to be pretty easy. Mm-hmm. You know. it, that it really is, you know, just throw <laughs> and some soap. I'm good to go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And so, uh, yeah, basically, uh, we just sit there and any extra help they need with mm-hmm. their schoolwork. And, of course, uh, there's some other, like, social things, you know, that we try to do and try to um, give them some life skills, especially if you have some more of your lower functioning individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with Walmart people greeters, but um, if a, an individual needs, you know, to to learn how to do one right. of those, you know, jobs or work a register and not get cheated at a, you know, cash register because they don't know how to count back change or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's getting them life skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Um, Right now, I don't have too many life skills things on my plate. I've worked with a lot of individuals in the past um, that have a, a real need for those life skills programs mm-hmm. where um, basically it just gets them ready um, to interact with the outside world. And um, and I noticed something the other day. It was, it was really nice. I can't really remember where I was reading it, but instead of really working with them, to interact in the world outside of their realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really need to start educating people that oh. don't necessarily um, interact in that kind of environment or something, but educate the people that don't understand how to work with these individuals and mm-hmm. don't understand that there is a need um, to kind of have a, a softer heart when interacting with somebody and understanding where they're at instead of looking down on an individual because they're not, you know, not to sound 
rash or anything, right. but you know, they're not, they're, you know, might be half a bubble off and not mm. really understand some, especially, you know, you might get a hug and they don't understand the, Hey man, you got to give us some personal space. Not everybody's mm. your best friend, right. but, uh, but yeah, uh, it is, it's definitely a tough, uh, world to work in. And, I don't know if previous. I, I would have the patience. I mean, that's why, and I'm not trying to be cruel about it. I just don't think I would have the patience. Oh, to... there's days, there's days where some of these kids, man, and they know the buttons to push too. Oh, they know <laughs> how to get under your skin and get y'all riled up. And it's, oh. it's sometimes uh, probably definitely entertaining for them. Yeah. I was reading um, an article. Um, I believe it was in England. It was in Europe. That, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, and it was uh, these people that, um, oh, um, ah, right there on tip of tongue. It was right there. He is a, <laughs> um, he's a well-known chef. I can't think of his name. I believe he's Italian. So it might be in Italy. Might be in Italy. Anyway, he started this restaurant and all the people that work there are special needs kids. That's so he's brilliant. teaching them how to culinary school type stuff. He's teaching them how to, to wait tables. He's teaching them how to be cooks. He's teaching them how to be, you know, greeter. I mean, all these things. And everyone that works there, from what I understand, is a special needs person. That's you know, I think awesome. that's a phenomenal idea. Oh yeah. That's a beautiful thing, man. Um, and there needs to be more of those kind of programs mm -hmm. that are there and, um, avenues. Cause you know, like I said, somebody who has, uh, you know, has a cognitive setback and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're not going to go to four year college and go, you know, do all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. luckily, um, there are some universities around the Kansas city area that are working with special needs individuals mm -hmm. and um, have those degree programs. So there's a lot more awareness out there that, you know. Good. That's amazing. That's that's really cool. Um, can, what, is, uh, what is the district doing about the, the COVID yeah. reopenings and, and teaching students and that whole ball of wax? Well, it's kind of funny because there's, uh, I mean, there's, uh, I can't even tell you a whole bunch of school districts in that area and then uh, the suburbs. Um, but most of them starting out went virtual learning right off the bat mm -hmm. and uh, didn't have anybody in class. And luckily, uh, our school district is small enough to where we went hybrid learning. Mm -hmm. And um, so what they did was they gave individuals and like their parents the choice of whether, you know, do you want to stay at home and do virtual learning um, and just do all your work from home? Mm. Or do you want to have your kid in school learning in a classroom and uh, going that route? And so the school district voted and decided to give them the choice of either in school or mm. uh, virtual learning. And uh, with the ones that are in school, which I still have to go and sit there and have kids in a classroom, Mm -hmm. um, they have or just a rotating schedule. So they, uh, like pretty much cut the, uh, attendance in half. And mm -hmm. so you'll go on an A, they call it a day and B day. Mm -hmm. So you'll have like, um, 
we have 10 kids in a classroom and of course desks are separated out and um, it's really interesting i'm super actually proud of all the kids that i work with because <laughs> like these kids they do a better job of keeping those masks on and uh you know following those kind of uh, social distancing, keeping mm-hmm. your mask on, uh, really all the protocols, yeah. Following up, yeah, following all those protocols better than the adults. It seems like whenever the kids get out of the classroom, adults are pulling the mask off and just which don't get me wrong, I wear a mask all day and have to sit there and teach with the mask on. Mm-hmm. If a kid asks questions, you know, you can't hear them at all. They're just all muffled up and they're right, like, yeah. The, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the show South Park, but it reminds me of Kenny. Oh, where, yeah. uh, Kenny from <laughs> South Park. He can't understand a word he's saying. And yeah. they just, so uh, I tell him to yell at me. So they get the, uh, the nice, um, they get a break. They get to yell at the teachers because mm-hmm. they all have masks on. And so, yeah, they're, uh, they're actually doing a really good job. They're, they're doing testing. So they were able to get, um covid tests brought in and uh, every time they get those in they'll randomly draw from a pool mm-hmm. and uh test the uh the teachers and the staff there get random selected for tests and then they uh, have temperature checks every morning so every kid comes in and gets their temperature check man added 20 minutes to the morning but mm-hmm. of course uh yeah. so they're doing a really good job of keeping everything safe and and cool so how are the, how are the the instructors and the teachers uh, uh, are they accepting this hybrid? I mean, I, I don't know how to word this right. Are they happy? But I mean, are they feeling forced that they have to deal with COVID? It was it was definitely um, a big change. Of course, there's you know there's a lot of people that are are not happy about it. Mainly um, a lot of your coaches and Mm. a lot of your extracurricular people are having to adjust a whole lot of things with what they can and can't do. Um, I know a lot of schools have shut down extracurricular activities. A lot of sports aren't happening anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Luckily with our uh, sports, they've been able to do it, but uh, yeah, there's been some, there's been some pushback on, some things and then like you know if they're at home what is the teacher going to do as far as uh you know we're only limited on what we can do as far as you know pushing that curriculum out and it's up to the individuals at home Mm -hmm. um and uh, a lot of parents are not accepting of the uh hybrid learning and Mm -hmm. having their kids learning from home and uh I don't know. I, I can get on a little rant about that. And I think it's just because they don't want to babysit for that seven <laughs> or eight hours. They get away from their kids and now mm-hmm. they, they've got them at home. And uh, so there's, there's probably a lot of that. Like, yeah, uh, yeah they got to go to work and they got to do things. So, uh, but I mean, as a, as you know, teachers and stuff, they have to, they have to take it on the run and just mm-hmm. roll with whatever they can. And so, uh, yeah, definitely can't wait to get everything back to normal and you know have your not have to worry about kids at home trying right. to get a lesson done or trying to get a hold of us while we're in the middle of the class or whatnot so my niece is a teacher in texas and she's going through the same thing oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah they teach in texas and they also have the the remote learning and oh, okay. uh, so yeah it's, it's i don't know how she does it myself um how was kansas city overall not just the school district but the, the city of kansas City, the city of Kansas City, there we go, handling this pandemic. I mean, the crime, business, things of that nature. 
Well, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're kind of fortunate because we're not as, um, we're not as big. Let's, I mean, we're not a huge metropolitan area like mm-hmm. New York or Chicago. Um, definitely, I know out there in LA, you can't do anything. Restaurants oh, yeah. are shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, businesses are closing left and right. And so, luckily in our area, it's kind of small enough to where, um, you know, I'm sure the numbers reflect the size, mm. you know, there's not as many businesses closing down, but there's not, there's also not as many businesses overall because they do close down. Smaller. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, but you know, you can still go anywhere in Kansas city really. And if you want to go get taco Tuesdays and a margarita, you know, they just, you know, they're like half capacity or whatever at the restaurants, but you can still kind of go out and live life and not, uh, we don't have to, shelter down and yeah. shut down or anything like that God, so luckily that's one of the things i can't wait to go back out and do is eat at a restaurant so I, your restaurant's I'm, closed out there oh, where yeah, you're at yeah, yeah. Okay. we can do takeout so we can you know, pick up you know but you can't yeah it's killing me yeah killing oh me. man because yeah i'm uh i like to be uh pretty social and go out mm-hmm. not necessarily yeah. interact i don't necessarily like to interact with those people but being able to just go around and be in a restaurant and be surrounded yeah. by um, a different environment is always yeah. good. See, so, I'm a people watcher. Um, so that's my oh, yeah, big that's thing. That's one yeah. of the things I like to do. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, it's just, it's been a, a year of not being able to do that per se. You know, oh, it drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, as, uh, as far as like uh, crime goes, um, you know, there's, uh, Definitely, I notice overall, not just Kansas City, uh, thank God, because that would be bad if we were the only ones that had a spike in domestic abuse or whatever, oh, yeah, domestic right. yeah. uh, violence cases. So, like, luckily, luckily, that's all, uh, I hate saying that, luckily, it's all spread across the board, but no, it's <laughs> yeah. not. It's, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's rephrase that. Luckily, uh, that's, uh, you know, not what we're known for, but... Um, so understandably so though like yeah. you got people sitting there you know if their their jobs are gone and their kids are home all the time and they're just sitting there and the only thing they have to do is argue with their spouse and right. uh, you know you throw the the financial uh, worries in that and it could you know it could be for a tough situation so mm-hmm. luckily both me and my wife are working and um so yeah. there's no real um problems locally but uh and uh, i noticed kansas city um is as far as uh like murder rates are down mm-hmm. and i don't know if that's just because people aren't out and about going and doing all kinds of things um theft is down a little bit but mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that has to do with uh people are actually home watching their stuff yeah yeah and yeah. uh but yeah, I, would imagine. I noticed a lot of people people are uh a lot of people in the community are reaching out and helping as far as uh, you know, they're doing food drives and stuff for school. I think uh, all the Kansas City school districts uh, free lunches. All mm-hmm. the lunches are free. Um, wow. Even yeah, even the kids that are at home can come in and get a get a meal for lunch and pick it up curbside. Wow. So yeah, nice. it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I was yeah. I was really surprised they did that. It's a uh, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, and. I mean, of course, Kansas City's crime rate is always, uh, it's not 
the worst place, but it's definitely not the best place. There's yeah. it gets kind of crazy. But, I'm afraid uh, nowadays, unless you're overall, out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's getting stabbed. I mean, yeah. that's that's just facing yeah. somebody's yeah. yeah, getting in arguments or stealing cars or doing whatever they're doing. So I notice we're getting a longer lag time here, so I have to be trying to aware of that. Um, I want to get into okay. something more of what I know you want to talk about. <laughs> and yeah. okay. uh, that is your Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I oh, want to know, and I, I know my listeners would appreciate um, hearing all the great things that the Chiefs are doing to help the community uh, what the individual players, you know, like Mahomes has, a, I know, uh, uh, Mahomes 15, uh, Kelsey's charity, uh, uh, all these different things, the play 60, all these kind of things that they are really helping with. Uh, I want my listeners to know because they, we need to hear, we need to hear things like this. We need to know that yeah, despite the pandemic, despite all the politics, charities are, are, are people are being charitable. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs, they, uh, of course, you have your individual um, causes for the players and everything. But one of the cool things that Kansas City does is they have the uh, sports labs and Play 60. Um, Play 60 is really cool. It encourages like 60 minutes of activity a day, just an mm-hmm. hour of, of getting out there. They offer little things that... Um, uh, sports clinics and stuff like that mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, push people getting out there and getting active. And so uh, what they do is educate um, youth and uh, push it out, endorsing uh, little camps and getting people out there and kind of advertising mm-hmm. um, for Kansas City. Um, the, well, their main thing is like youth football programs. They really want people out there. Um, whether it's flag football or whether, um, you know, whatever they're doing. And so they, uh, they just, you know, promote the crap out of it. You have all these uh, billboards in Kansas city that uh, just get out there, get active, you know, 60 minutes a day. Um, Just one, especially now, like, you know, these kids are all at home and blah, blah, blah. And so they're like, dude, get out there, throw the football around, get active. Um, hit that playground because mm-hmm. I mean, like playgrounds are seemingly empty, empty, and all that. So yeah, the uh, play sixty um, is just basically um, NFL endorsed. Of course, mm-hmm. it's not just mm-hmm. the Kansas City right. Chiefs, but right. uh, but they do things in the uh, community. And what what is really cool is uh, you can take a field trip out to Arrowhead Stadium. And luckily, since I work in education, I've gotten to oh. I've gotten to go. And tour Arrowhead Stadium with the kids, oh, and they uh, how cool! Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was really neat, and uh, so they they run the kids through, and of course you can tour, tour the stadium. But you know the main idea is their uh, sports lab, and you go in there, and uh, it's actually really cool. Uh, as an adult with a bunch of kids, I think I was more excited uh, at some of the stuff that I saw <laughs> in that sports lab. It was it was so much fun, but. Uh, that's a, a thing you can go through and they have little stations that, uh, you know, show you fun activities and all that kind of stuff that you can, you know, take outside the sports lab. But, uh, yeah, they really like, they really want to get the youth, uh, involved in sports and getting active because, 
you know, too many kids are out there sitting there on their Xboxes and twiddling twiddling their thumbs, not doing anything. And then, uh, of course, you've got um, Patrick Mahomes, 15 of my homies. It's really cool. Um, What they want to do is uh, basically educate um, on health and wellness. And Mm -hmm. then also, um, if there's anything in the community that kids need, whether it's, uh, it doesn't even have to be sports related, of course, Mm -hmm. it's if they need any kind of resources or uh, any kind of, uh, of course, monetary donations, food, clothes, uh, places that they can go youth centers and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And just making sure everybody's got what they need. And then uh, of course, always educating kids on health and wellness and uh, getting out That's there and cool. just participating in something, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. It just needs to be um, something to get involved in right, something, right. To, something to do and, and hang out with your peers. And then, uh, you also got Travis Kelsey, man. He's one of my favorite dudes. Not only uh, not only is he a beast on the field, but this guy does a lot for Kansas City. Uh, actually just bought a car wash. Um, has nothing to do with like charity or anything, but I uh, found out he owns a car wash in Kansas City somewhere. So like he did, they got too much money, man. They're just out buying car washes. So. <laughs> I guess uh, Patrick Mahomes, he uh, bought a part of the Royals. He's a part owner of the, the Royals yeah. organization. Right now, so, yeah. What else are you going to do with $500 million? You know, it's, a, it's a lot of, a lot of cheddar. Um, I can't imagine. And uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, charity is like 87 and running. And uh, basically that's all about being like a productive citizen of society and uh, develop you know, critical life skills and everything like that. And so uh, they also partnered with that. Oh, I can't remember what it is. There's a, a learning center that it gets involved with the STEM program, which is, I think, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Exactly. And, uh, and so it gives anybody that's interested in that more of a lumped. Um, okay, so if you're getting into this, well, let's get you into the STEM program because mm-hmm. that lumps all the things that you're wanting to do instead of uh, going and trying to fish it out individually. They kind of wrap everything in there and give you a nice little package of the whole uh, the whole very, idea. Very cool. And so they're, uh, they're really, um, yeah. Fantastic. Into, and I know all football teams do this, not just Kansas City. I don't want to upset anybody i know every football team oh yeah absolutely doing something but yeah but jason is in kansas city and that's why we're talking kansas city and and the things that they do uh i know you wanted to bring up first fridays so let's hear about first friday oh man uh kansas city has such an eclectic um kind of uh community man we got people of all different kinds of backgrounds and you've got little farm communities right outside. And then you go to like something like first Friday, which, um, my God, it's this, uh, <laughs> they, uh, every first Friday of the month, they have, they kind of open the doors to all these art galleries and they'll have people out. Like they'll give them a wall and just graffiti it. And so you can sit out there and watch somebody, uh, decorate a wall and group and tag up, you know, um, a building which usually people don't get the freedom to do that yeah 
Um, and you know, you'll have live musicians sitting there on the corner, you know, like well, you're, uh, you're also a musician, correct? Uh, yeah, I've been, uh, uh, I play trumpet drums and guitar, uh, oh, as far as right now go. Boy, and, uh, talk about eclectic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I can't quit, man. The next thing I want my wife to do is, uh, give me a bass guitar. So hopefully she ends up listening to this segment. Like, hang on, give me a bass. I need that. I need that in my life. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it, um, it just, it kind of highlights the art community and, uh, and kind of gives them an outlet and, you know, kind of, a, uh, I don't know. And, Portland. I mean, Portland's a very um, strange place, you know. So uh, our motto was keep Portland weird, and we do a very good job of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. We, yeah, um, that is, that, and, and that so, is the, the official uh, uh, wording: is keep Portland weird. That's that's awesome. our official logo. That's, yeah, that, I like that a lot. And so, it, uh, Kansas City, fortunately, has has a place to highlight the weird, and uh, so. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of just street art. You can go up and like they'll just have people put up a table and uh, try to sell you necklaces and a painting. So yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it gets super busy. I think it's a really good thing. Um, it's some of the more rundown areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we have a, a place called the West Bottoms, and so they uh, they're really doing a good thing with. Um, one giving attention to those like dilapidated old places and mm-hmm. everything, and then kind of uh, revamping uh, a use for them mm-hmm. instead of just having abandoned places and all that kind of stuff. And so it kind of brings a, a different economy down and uh, pumps a little money into those uh, poorer areas mm-hmm. of town. Cause in, you get into some Kansas city areas that are just, I mean, big money, huge, elaborate. And then you go into a place like the crossroads art district and it's like, Oh, that building's falling apart. But mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, yeah. that's, that's a really, that's a really fun, um, fun thing to do, especially if you're just coming through Kansas city, if you can mm-hmm. catch it on the first Friday of the month and, uh, yeah, you'll definitely see just a, a whole different breed of people down there that mm-hmm. all come. They come alive, and it's it's really neat. Yeah, well, we used we used to have a lot of that here before all the the pandemic and all the riots and all the things that happened here. You know, that's been highly reported. Uh, I, I use the word eclectic a lot on this program today, <laughs> but <laughs> it Portland is I think the epitome of the word eclectic. Yeah, um, uh, we. Well, we haven't lately because, you know, pandemic, but uh, we have a thing called Saturday Market that runs Mm. from, I think it's March, March through December 24th. And it's every Saturday and it's huge. Uh, And it's so big now that the, 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 the water, what we call the waterfront, there's a park on the waterfront, the river there, that is you can only sell things there that are made in, in Oregon, strictly oh, okay. Oregon. And then you go That's across really cool. the street and then it continues on there and that you can sell whatever, you know, but that one side is strictly Oregon. And I've seen some of the most interesting art uh, and, and jewelry and chairs 
um, there was a guy that, that was doing artwork I fell in love with, just incredible. Um, and it was done, and now it's going. This is what happens when you get older. You get called what I call some timers. And right now I'm having a some timers attack, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, he used you look at this picture, and it's it's geometrical design. And it's beautiful, right? It's thread. He makes this. He can do a city cityscapes with thread. It's wow. absolutely stunning because when you look at it, until you get up close like this, you can't tell it's thread. That has to be super it's intricate. Oh, he's, a, he's, he's just a genius. Just a genius. Uh, wow. But you see things like that. So, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I, I like that first Friday because I mean, you get things you don't normally see every day. Yeah, uh, that saw a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex statue that was just made out of iron. And it was just on a corner looking over people in a crosswalk or whatever. And it was just one of the coolest things I've ever seen, just a giant iron T-Rex in the middle of the sidewalk. Uh, um, you don't see that every day. No. But, no. Um, unfortunately, man, that sucks that the, the, this COVID thing kind of shut down that kind of activity because that's, yeah. that's super needed. People yeah. need to get out there and be able to to have some kind of social environment. I, mean, I know a lot of people are going nuts being on lockdown. Yeah. And so we're lucky enough to have, I mean, it's thinned down of course. And, you know, wearing a mask out in public sucks, but you got to do it. And yeah. it's, it, it'll be nice to have come back. I mean, it's, it's, that's how people, some, you know, really supplement their incomes or, you know, yeah. we, we have little grandmas that are there that make jellies and jams. That's all. It's just a supplement of income, and they're really good. Oh man, I was <laughs> gonna say some homemade really jams, good. man. Oh, and oh, they have smuckers. food vendors. Yeah. They have. I mean, you can find everything there, and it's yeah. great. Uh, and I really didn't think I would miss it as much as I have missed it. Yeah, it's been uh, kind of sad not to have it going on, but you know, we we all have to give things up right now, at least for a little while longer. Hopefully, yeah. We're, we're seeing out. the light of the tunnel, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just heard Johnson and Johnson's trying to push for their mm-hmm. single use vaccine, which uh, they're uh, keeping up with as best they can here yeah. around Kansas city. Like I'm in line right now. Luckily, uh, um, as soon as they have a place where they can distribute the next round of vaccines for our area, mm. I'm, uh, I'm next in line. So uh, oh, great. that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, they and, haven't um, even given me a time frame yet. Oh wow, that yeah. sucks. <laughs> and I'm considered an but, essential worker. And oh, uh, yeah. I'm not really, but I am. Uh, yeah. They consider me that, so that's I'll go with that. And uh, yeah, I still there's not even a time frame for me yet. Oh. Yeah. Right. And uh, people, aren't you a veteran? Well, yes, I am. But that nah, doesn't make a difference, you know. Fortunately, yeah. and I understand it. I I'm I'm not over sixty five, uh, yeah. not yet. Uh, I'm unfortunately knocking wood good health. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any underlying conditions. Um, so yeah. And, and I can wait. I mean, I'm okay. Yeah. I can, I can wait right For now. Sure. Um, I would much rather that our first responders and our nurses and doctors get that in at first um, because they're the ones taking care of all the rest of us. And then oh yeah, since my brother was a retired, is a retired teacher and my, my niece is a teacher. I want our teachers to get it next. Yeah, you know, along with the elderly, let's get these people vaccinated and going. Uh, I do have friends that refuse. 
you know? Yeah. Um, um, the, I, I don't yeah, get I, it. I, I don't, I don't get the flu vaccine. Like I, I never, I've never gotten the flu vaccine. Uh, I think I did when I was a kid when my mom took me to get it mm. or whatever, but I don't think, uh, as an adult, I've ever gotten the flu vaccine. Um, and I don't, I don't usually get sick, but you, like when I do, it knocks me out. But, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a little more different. I'm going to, I'm going to be cautious and I'm going to go ahead and get the COVID vaccine. Mm. Um, just because, I mean, why not? Like, why wouldn't you? If there's if there's right. a way that you can kind of um, curb this thing and keep yourself, and uh, unfortunately, I think you can. They said you can still carry it mm-hmm. um, after getting vaccinated, but it won't affect you. So, I mean, there's still the risk of uh, passing it, passing mm-hmm. it around, yeah. which that's that's what I was more worried about. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get it and affect anybody else you know that, like, that's my theory that's exactly that, my theory i'm not so yeah. worried about me because the, the i like to joke about it saying covid would jump into my body and go oh get me the hell out of here you know yep. no no right. no get me out it's i don't want to give it to anybody else i don't want mm-hmm. to you know I've, I've already lost my parents so i don't have that to worry about but you they're there i deal with older people than myself and i'm already pretty damn old and and I don't want to I don't want to affect anybody else, um, and I, I just I don't get the people that that refuse to, and I you know don't you want to don't you worry about other people? That's like you know that's like and, the mask thing. Yeah, you know, just, oh, yeah, just put on your freaking mask, man. Like it's it's uncomfortable. Nobody yep, likes it, it yeah. necessarily. And so, you know, just, just for the sake of other people and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's kind of like that un, um, unspoken, um, I got your back kind of thing. Yeah, wearing the mask just, in a store. It's but like, I, I think you know. we've come to this world where, and I got, I'm going to sound like my father now <laughs> in my day, you know, um, the, the world has changed. And, and to me, there's not, it, uh, the same amount of consideration for others as there used to be. Um, yeah, people I, are being yeah. dicks. It's, ah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, it. And they need to stop it. Just be nice to just yeah. be nice to each other, man. Like, it, it's funny. I don't know. What do you do? Yeah, it's it's. Whatever happened to being a gentleman? Yeah. Well, you know, I I I, I still do those things. Open doors for women you know, step out first, you know, next to the curb, you know, all that, because yeah. my mother would come back and kick my butt if I didn't, because that's how yeah. she raised me. You know, yeah, my, my parents are still like, alive hey, and, and very willing and ready to uh, kick my ass if I step out of line, even, there you even go. though I'm a 31-year-old man. They there won't hesitate yeah. to, to put me in check, which is good. I, yeah. I, I'm very lucky to have that. So I was still my mother's baby at 52. Okay. Still, I was her so they, baby. So they don't stop. Is what no, you're it never stops. Okay. No, well, well, stop. Might as well just get used to it because it's not going to yeah. change until they're gone. And and now, <laughs> yeah. I, I used to drive me crazy because mom, I'm not, I'm not a baby. You know, I'm, I've been an adult yeah. for years. I can make. I miss that. Now that's not yeah. here. I miss yep. that caring. You know, absolutely. So, and to my listeners, enjoy your parents as long as you can. I'm just telling you now, when they're gone there is a void in your life. 
It's just, it's just true. It's just, it's just family to me is everything. Family should be number one to everybody. Now, are there exceptions? Of course there are exceptions. You know, the father that did things, you know, we hear those stories. We, we see the news. We, all right, that I can understand. You don't want, you don't want nothing to do with it. I great. I grant that, but there are still family members there that actually care. And, and that's yeah. what we've gotten away from, you know, families that care, people that care about each other. Um, my, well, I think everything now seems to be a wedge issue. It doesn't matter what it is, what the subject is. It doesn't matter, Jeff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's got to be a big problem. There can't be a gray yeah. area. It's like, yeah. oh, well, you know, you're either black or you're white. Not necessarily, not skin color, of course, right. but like, you know. You're, black and white, yeah. You're, it's, just, you know, yeah it's, it's black and white. It, it's and it, it, There's it, no... Yeah. And if you're indecisive, then you get ousted by both oh, yeah. sides. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you need to make a decision. You can't can't be undecided on this. Mm. Well, see, it's like in politics, I'm a moderate, and I catch from both sides. Yeah. I have friends from both sides, and it's like, oh. yeah, but I understand what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying, and let's find a compromise <laughs> between those two things. Yeah. And, yeah. I've, always, I've always had a split-ticket vote. It doesn't, yeah. it, you know, you can't. You can't sit there and agree with everything that this guy over here is saying or the opposite. So, um, but I think the, the ones that are in those seats that we're uh, casting our votes for need to appreciate the opposition a little bit more yeah. and, and start, you know, getting along so they can actually accomplish something. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, and I, and I, I even, even you know, with, with Trump, uh, I can say this now because he's not a president, uh, I felt was an idiot. Um, I, I, <laughs> yeah. the entire time he was president, I never called him a name because he was president. He's not president yeah. anymore. Guy was a jackass. Um, yeah. But I got to give him credit sometimes for things. He, he wasn't a total idiot all the time. Just no. 90% of it. But you know, he, he attempted to do things. Uh, yeah. It's like immigration. He attempted, albeit weirdly and I think wrong he attempted to fix the system yeah. it was like when Obama uh, the ACA is it the greatest thing in the world oh no it's not but he attempted he's the first yeah. one to try and help health care for all so well, I appreciate the, what Trump did there but yeah. the man the man's an idiot and I'm getting straight away I, I wasn't going to do this I'm not going off my thing here so <laughs> What I'm trying to get at is that uh, when, when people, we, we've gotten so divided between right and left, and no one wants to listen to the other, period. It's my way or the highway, period. Uh, and yeah. and it, it's just, it's, and I, there it is, sometimes kicked in, it's gone <laughs> right out the door. My listeners are used yeah. to this. I just kind of go, it's gone. Yep. But anyway, it's something about Trump being an idiot, and and yeah. I say that now because he's not president. And and well, I think he he lit the fire on a lot of things that you know could have been handled a little more amicably and and with a little more tact. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes out and and just opens his mouth, and yeah. and it goes as soon as he starts playing with his thumbs on that Twitter account, yep. it goes south. It goes completely south, and he has no. Uh, 
Filter. I'll just say it again. He has, he has no filter and tact when it comes yeah. in um, stating a, like a simple fact. He can sit there totally freaking make it sound absurd. Yeah. Uh, and you get to a point where everything he says you find. I, for me, I should say, for me, towards the end, every time he opens his mouth, I figured it was a lie. That's just bullshit. Yeah. It's all you bullshit. Know, it's just, you know? that, it, that's done, you know? Um, I, I gotta see if I can get my bleep filter for that one. But uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. It's know. okay. <laughs> it's all right. My listeners are understand. Um, we're not dropping any f bombs, so we're good there. You know, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, anywho, I'm looking at at uh, the time on this too because I try to keep my programs right around that hour mark, and I still got to do yeah. some ending stuff. So I'm going to call it quits with you for now, Jason. I, I want to thank you so very much for coming on and absolutely and talking man. about I Kansas City talk- and what's going on with them and 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 the charities. It sounds like the Kansas City Chiefs and and Mahomes and and Kelsey are really doing a stand-up job about trying to 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 work with the charities and make sure everybody's doing okay and uh, yeah. that's, that's a wonderful thing and i also have to commend you for what you're doing uh with with the special needs like i said i couldn't i don't think i would have the patience for it and it takes a very special breed of person to be able to do what you're doing and i want to give you i know that's not why you're doing it but i want to give you the credit yeah. for that and the kudos because that's just really phenomenal phenomenal well that i appreciate that uh, you know of course i do it for the fame and the fortune because we make <laughs> yeah. so much money as educators yes, of course shout out to the revelation to get us a little bit more more money but uh no uh and i absolutely enjoyed talking with you uh this afternoon and uh i hope oregon and uh portland can can get back there and open some things up and get you I guys so moving too. i hope get so back too. to some sort of normal uh, I want to plug the show one more time. Uh, I want to make sure we have that right. It's high intellectual stupidity. Uh, yes. And, and Jason is the host. I, I do know that uh, you were supposed to have uh, some co-hosts um, that didn't pan out. Uh, so, yeah. so Jason is, is looking at a new tact for his, his program. Uh, I want you to give it a listen. Uh, he's very open to um, suggestions. Uh, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and and so please give his show a, a listen. Called High Intellectual Stupidity. Uh, it is a put on. Uh, it's Buzzsprout, isn't it? Same as mine. Uh, yeah, I'm up on Buzzsprout, and uh, you can find it on like Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, there you go. Um, um, yeah, Pocket Cast, whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. I think I'm out there on uh, most platforms, so, which is really cool because I only got two episodes up, but I think. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, probably record something this week, and uh, you got you got the juices flowing on getting something out there. So well, I appreciate very good. that. Very good. Yeah. I, it was a friend of mine that got me into this. Uh, yeah. In, in fact, uh, I believe you listened to one of the my podcasts with uh, uh, Papa Jeff. Can't uh, Papa Jeff? Papa Jeff's America. Yes. Yep. He's. Yep. We went to high school together. Oh, so, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Right, we've been friends, and uh, so he was the one that got me into podcasting because of his show. Awesome. Yeah, it's so, really cool, uh, and there's the the support of the community is is weird. There's not a whole lot of competition. It's more of a support, and yeah, uh, it's, it's a really cool community, it? man. I, I really, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, without okay. it, we would have never hooked up and had this yeah, conversation. Yeah. So, and so for the listeners, just so you understand, that's the, the Buzzsprout uh, Facebook page is where we met and yeah. started talking, and that's where all the support uh, throughout the what they call the Buzzsprout community for podcasters. Uh, it's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah. 
a lot of support there. I was I was actually surprised how many people surprised. will give you their in you know input mm-hmm. and just yep. hey. And Buzzsprout itself is when I've talked with them, have been right on it. Just fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're really good, good, good group. So anyway, enough of giving them all the plugs and your show <laughs> plugged. Uh, hopefully you do more shorts so we can listen to that. And I absolutely. ask my listeners to please go and listen to High Intellectual Stupidity with Jason Stilton. And I'm sure he'll be telling more about his Kansas City Chiefs. Hopefully tomorrow he can be screaming how they've beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, it should Knock be a wood, very right? good game. It should be a great oh, game, yeah. actually. Yeah. It'll be a, it'll Tom be Brady, a, he's tough, man. He's, he's tough. He's tough. <laughs> It'll be fun to watch. For yeah, sure. I tell you what. Okay, Jason, thank you so very much. I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, hopefully, we'll have you back. Uh, and just absolutely uh, hang in there for just a second as I close the show out. Uh, I always try and do really bad dad jokes and dad humor. Uh, and uh, and where is my joke sheet? There it is. As I get my paperwork out here, uh, let's see. Uh, how about this? This this will work out. I think. Well, if Snoop Dogg dies before pot comes illegal in the U.S., he'll be rolling in his grave. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one. Okay, again, oh, thank no, you, Jason. Have a, a, a good luck with a new podcast. Uh, it's going to be just have fun with it, man. It's just a, it's a great great outlet out there, and and as you yeah. said, lots of support in the community. So I wish you. I'm a lot having of luck. a blast. Very I'm good. Having, I'm having fun with it. So, Very all right, good. man. I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed talking with you. For sure. My pleasure. My pleasure. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, you've been listening to Jason Stoker of High Intellectual Stupidity out of Kansas City, Missouri. And I'll be right back. And I'm back. I want to thank Jason Stoker for his interview today. It was fantastic. I truly enjoyed listening to him and talking with him. I hope you did as well. If you have any questions for Jason or myself, uh, always please feel free to write me at uh, politicsandpeeves at gmail.com or my website, politicsandpeeves.com. Again, if you have any questions, any comments, any suggestions, I'm still looking for people to interview the good stories around the globe. So if you got something for me, please let me know. Again, that's at politicsandpeeves uh, at gmail.com or politicsandpeeves.com. And let me know what you're thinking. So I sure appreciate you listening and all of my listeners out there that have been, every time I post, uh, they've been right there uh, in France uh, and Germany. Uh, it's just been amazing when I when I see you guys pop up. Uh, I, I truly do appreciate you listening and, and continuing to be part of my show. So thank you very much. Uh, to the rest of, the, of you that listen here in the United States, fantastic. You know I appreciate you guys very, very much. And uh, we'll see you the next time or, well, We'll hear you the next time, or you'll hear me. That's probably more appropriate. Y'all take care. Have a good one. Until next time. Bye, y'all.